0: Hey, everyone, this is Chris and Sandy with The Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we've got an amazing show for you. We've got Sawyer Fredericks coming on. He, he won season eight of The Voice, and we're definitely excited to have him on today because, you know, well, that's a feat in itself, and you know. But <laughs> since the voice, he's done some great things too. So it's not just the voice. His whole life has been music, and we're definitely excited to kind of talk about that, talk about his story, let him do some performances yes. um for you, and see where this goes. So, Frederick, I mean Seth Sawyer, how are you? <laughs> doing? <laughs> I'm doing
1: good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, thank
2: you for being here today. We so appreciate it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, I always like to start to show out this year the same. <laughs> Uh, hopefully next year, I don't have to start it this way, <laughs> but as you know, we're in a weird year, so oh, yeah. um, how has COVID affected you this year, and what are you doing to kind of maneuver through that?
1: Um, it's it's affected me a, a lot, especially as a musician, um, obviously just because touring has completely stopped, I was, my whole tour got canceled, and I've been kind of, moving all of my music stuff to more online and doing kind of like lives like this and, and just kind of interacting with audiences through like digitally mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: in more personal life. It's just like, I can't, can't like visit like my OMA or, or family members uh, and that's, <laughs> that's sad. Um, mm-hmm. But
0: And you just moved to the city, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, was living on a farm in upstate New York and Fultonville. And I moved to Troy, New York with my girlfriend to live in an apartment. And yeah, it's, it's kind of weird being in a city because kind of the whole point is going to like the restaurants and stuff. And like, then everything yeah. closed down. So it's like, well, I guess I'll just stay in my apartment.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, like I was telling you before the show next year, we're planning on moving out to Nashville. Yeah, But if, there's a lot of things that's not going to be open next year still. We'll probably wait another year, you know, because again, we don't move to Nashville if you can't enjoy (laughs) Nashville. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we started the show, you know, with Coke for us, you know, we started the show in January 3rd of this year. And our plan was maybe a hundred interviews our first year. We thought, you know, if we did a hundred interviews first year, we would probably be more interviews than most hosts in their first year and then COVID happens. And I, and I looked at Sandy and I was like, um, there could be opportunity here for us. You know? So I was like, you know what? We just need to step this thing up because this is our (laughs) moment to shine. And because of that, you are now our 270th interview.
1: Wow. Congratulations. (laughs) Oh, thank you. It's been crazy. That's for
0: sure. It
2: has been crazy. Yeah. (laughs)
0: So i like to start a little light before we really get into your story a little bit. So um, what are some hobbies you like to do outside of music?
1: Um, hobbies I like to do. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I'm looking around the room. I'm like, what are some things yeah. I do? No, um, I'm, I'm a gamer. I, I play I play video games. And I'm basically into like kind of like any physical activity that requires like, you know, like sports and stuff like that. Um yeah. Also into Magic: The Gathering, which is a card game.
2: Oh, cool! <laughs> oh, wow! Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Now, what would you say is something unusual about you that people don't know?
1: Unusual about me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a loaded question. Huh?
1: Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I would say either were, like Magic: The Gathering would be slightly unusual about me, just because I'm like a musician, and most musicians don't play Magic: The Gathering, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know what's unusual about me. I'd have to ask some people.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people they ask um, when you knew you wanted to do music, but I like to go deeper than that. When did it click that this could actually be a career?
2: Um, well,
1: it's, I would say it kind of clicked a little bit when I was around like 13 years old. I, I got into the music when I was 11, like learned my first few chords and started playing open mics when I was 12. Oh, wow. And I kind of just started realizing, like as I was playing, cause I was just like, I'm enjoying this for fun. And then I started getting paid for it. And I was like, oh, oh wow. <laughs> okay, well maybe I can, you know, do this for a living and like actually just stick to this. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, and talking about that, you know, I'm you know, it's a tough road out there for artists. But I, a lot of the people they see the the glory of a Blake Shelton, the glory of a Carrie or a Miranda. They don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes yeah. not just to get to their level, but to get to even a career level. And I always want to talk about that on the show because I think it's so important for people to understand the rawness that y'all have to go through. Because I don't think that the public really knows. I'm going to tell a quick story to help guide us where I want this to go. But back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Still Girls. And of course, the voice then, too. (laughs) And um, I I remember asking Allison what advice she would give an up-and-coming artist. And I'll never forget her answer. She said, this is going to sound funny coming from someone full-time. Because at that time, they were full-time on music. And she said... If your heart will allow you to do anything outside, if you can see yourself doing something else, go do that. Just keep music as a hobby. She said, because the moment you want it to be a career, everything changes. She goes, your friends and relatives never understand because they invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to weekends, to holidays. But when you're at the beginning of your career, you're grinding this thing out. You are all in and you are you can't you know you can't say no to gigs and you definitely don't want to be the artist that cancel gigs once they once you got them. So your friends and relatives a lot of times don't understand that side of it because they have a nine to five job. You're a 24-7 artist, (laughs) so to speak, (laughs) as you know. Yeah. Then she added on top of that then your family has to sacrifice because it's not just about you, but they have to let you go. You know, there's times where you're going to miss your family and all that. And they're going to miss you. So so they have to be OK with that. But then she added. But if your heart will not allow you to do anything outside of music, if you cannot see yourself doing something else, then go all in. Because the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And let's talk about that side of it. some.
1: Um. Yeah. So. I, I think that's that's very well said, and I'm not sure I'm gonna have. I I, I could not come up with any better advice for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um,
0: that's why but, I always use that. So I yeah, always use that,
1: story. that story.
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah, um, I mean, like I said, because I I started off in in farmers markets, and I wouldn't say mm-hmm. I was like I'm gonna go all in on this. Mm-hmm. It was more like I don't. I wasn't like this is my career. This is what I'm going to earn money yeah. in, and and. Mm-hmm. For me, like it was more I was enjoying it and I I'm still enjoying it. So I'm still doing it. It's it's less <laughs> oh. about, you know, I guess uh, making my career a, a, a bigger, you know, splash. But yeah, um, yeah. I would say,
2: yeah, I, I don't know if
1: it if, if I completely agree that it's, you know, if there's something else that, you know, you could do that. You also enjoy do that instead of music and keep music as a hobby. I think music can, cause like for me, it started off as I would say a hobby that took up more of my time because I enjoyed it so much. And, and I, I started off as a kid, so I had more time to do it as well. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure on that. It wouldn't, mm. I'm also losing myself on where I want to go with this, but.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What
0: are some of the sacrifices that you've had? You know, again, even though you're saying you got to balance it, which is true. Yeah. um, Yeah. What are some of the sacrifices that you've had to go through just to get to where you are at now? Because I think that's the most important part of what she said.
1: Yeah. um, I would say just being away from home from like touring standpoint. Like, especially at a young age, it's very, very was very difficult for me to be away from home for, like, months at a time. Mm-hmm. And especially when I went on The Voice, I had to leave home for, like, I think the total was, like, four months that I was away, like, in California.
2: Oh, wow. Wow. And
1: I, and I had my mom with me, which goes to another thing of, like, uh, your family members kind of having to sacrifice something as well. She had to be away from my other two older brothers mm-hmm. and my dad and was out there with me, supporting me through the voice experience. So it's definitely, there's sacrifices on the family side. And also there's a whole thing, because uh, like you were saying, like uh, people want to get to like the Blake Shelton thing, and you, you said like all the work that it, it takes to get to that, but there's still so much work once you're at that point. Yeah, and so much true. pressure. That's true. Especially being that much in the spotlight, like I... I think about like how much like I've kind of been in the spotlight, especially going through the voice and stuff and having all these people come to me on social media with, with things they want to say or problems that they have. And like, they, they mm-hmm. come to you for, with that stuff. And it's, and it can be very, very overwhelming for artists mm-hmm. and people that are just in the spotlight because people will latch on to them. And yeah. <laughs> I've actually noticed in my experience of like my family members, when I um, uh, was on the voice, tons and tons of fans and people tried to friend my um, uh, family members wow. so they could get closer to me. Oh, wow. They would, yeah. they, mm-hmm. they they tried to become friends on Facebook because then they would be able to see my photos on Facebook on my private right. account mm-hmm. through them. So it's like, it's, and I think this really part
0: strange. people don't really talk about too. I'm glad mm-hmm. you're bringing this up because, you know, I think there's been one other person that discussed the exact same thing you're talking about. Yeah. the yes. Interview <laughs> uh, out of the yeah. 270 interviews, um, I forget who it was, but the, but during the interview, where, where he was talking about what you're talking about, and he says, and, and he was like, and in my driveway right now, there's a car going really slow. He said it just so happened somebody drove by, and he said this happens
2: yeah. all day long. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah, and it was weird. Yeah, it was kind of surreal, surreal
0: that, that it happened that's, while we was talking about this particular. Yeah, point. that's crazy. yeah
1: yeah, I mean, I've when I was still living on the farm and I was out on the voice, people were showing up at my family's house looking for me. and oh, they oh, oh, Where yeah. Sawyer? And and one of the, also the reasons why they did that is because a newspaper put my address in oh, their oh, thing. And oh their, oh like, god! It's good journalism. Like no, no, <laughs> people are showing up at a house. We had to have our oh, that's blocked. scary.
2: We had Whoa. to have our mm-hmm. road
1: blocked by the the uh, the county because people were just showing up and we live on a farm and have dogs and we can't just have them running up to people when they come down the road cuz it's all scary but yeah
0: and again like i said i'm so glad you're bringing us up i think sometimes a fan can be so excited and they forget that you're human and Not they yet. forget that that you know you want some privacy yes yeah. you, you know you're you're picking a career where yeah, you kind of give up some arena. some, pri- some mm-hmm. privacy but yeah. at the same time there are points to where they need to back off um and give you that yeah, room so that you, can, especially like at home i think that's mm-hmm. you know yeah. if you're out and about i think you know depending on where you're at that could be different but at home yeah. that you know, that's a whole different ballgame
1: yeah for sure and, and when i when i'm kind of like out and about like i've kind of like taken it on myself like i know that i'm going to possibly have someone come up to me and either like want to talk mm-hmm. to me about my experiences like through uh, as an artist and i'm i'm like prepared for that and i i try to like always be like you know it's it's sad when i'm in like a bad mood and i'm like all right <laughs> i don't want <laughs> to be you know like I got to seem, you know, polite to these people, but mm-hmm. like, like I always try to be very like genuine yeah. and try to take yeah. it out of uh, an aspect of, you know, I feel like they come up to me and they think I'm like, Oh, just, I'm not just a person. I try to like bring it back mm-hmm. to like, I'm just a person. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm walking in the park. I'm playing guitar because I like <laughs> to play guitar. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> see, see, they should just do what we did—start our own show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so I know you got a couple songs you want to play. So if you want to um, yeah. do your first one, that would be mm-hmm. awesome.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll do one off. I, I recently released an album called uh, "Flowers for You," and I did it all independently. In this song, actually, so I don't need a camera wow. this one. This this song is a song I actually wrote slightly. Kind of inspired by my relationship with my girlfriend, and oh, it wow. is called wow. Days Go By.
2: Oh, wow. I awesome. So we're not with Too. Cause if I love you more than you love yourself, then I'll catch the stones till you feel your heart guilt. Mm-hmm. I'm overwhelming, you don't like the way I'm talking, as if I know what's gonna happen. No, I can't say where well. love will lead us, far from it, I just know that it does, find it's way through all this madness. Oh, our mistakes will be glad we have them. So let me go if you want to. I'm not gonna laugh, I don't want to. Do too. I love you more than you love yourself I'll catch this stone till you feel my guilt If I love you more than you love yourself Catch yes, the stone love it love it thank you <laughs> <Good job. laughs> you
0: know as you you know we talked about the sacrifice side a little bit before the song. So let's go the other way and talk about the moments, you know. I guess let's talk about, you know, the highlights. So let's talk about the voice first. Yeah. Um, when you walked out on that stage and all those chairs were turned backwards, uh, what was that like? That that moment?
1: Um. When I walked out on stage, I would say that I was nervous because... <laughs> 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 um, but I also was kind of like feeling like all right, just you know perform the song this is what you do this is what you know and if they if they don't turn then you can go home and play farmer's markets
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know it's funny talking about nervous now granted this was a little worse scale than what you were just at but i remember when we first launched the show january 3rd um it was like um we lost and it was all audio back then so that morning, I mean, I'm like nervous, not knowing, not knowing if we can even pull this off. We have no yeah. idea. You know, yeah,
2: yeah, and
0: then what's funny is I guess God just there was a big one big fear that I had because I, I, I could talk. I'm not worried about talking. If, if things get silent, I can make something up. That's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember my fear was the technology. I was like, what if it goes out in the yeah. middle of the, of the conversation? And I remember, and I guess God was like, OK, um, if that's your biggest fear, let's get that out of the way. Because I remember we were three minutes in to the to the interview and Ashlyn disappears. And I'm like, what? And Sandy comes in. there like, what happened? Because all of a sudden it went, yeah, break. it went blank. I don't know. And then Ashlyn texts me like, what happened? I don't know. And then um, we're all trying to figure out what the heck's going on. The blog talk was still logged in, so we all log we all called it back. And we it was still live. <laughs> so we were we finished it out. But yeah. it, it was one of those moments to where yeah. I was like, Oh God, okay, that was the worst thing that I felt like could happen. It happened, it's out the way, now let's run.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you ever had any moments like that to where you had a fear and it actually did happen? <laughs> and you, uh, you know, tell us few, any of those that you've had since um, you've been doing. That.
1: I would say more of it's also just still like technology stuff, but um, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say, um, well, <laughs> there there was times on on the voice where I was like, yeah, like don't mess up. And actually, what we were just talking about, when I walked out on stage on the first blind audition song, I I messed up. I, oh, wow. when, when they all turned around, I forgot mm-hmm. to sing the verse.
2: And, wow.
1: but, it, since the band is really good, we all just went around another bar and then landed right. back in the thing. So it's like, yeah, it's all fine. I'm just getting in the groove. But, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, uh, where's my voice? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, to go with the uh, stuff you talk about like technical things. Like I always try to like when I've done, when I started doing more like Instagram lives and um, mm-hmm. started having more people like on my Instagram lives, which they don't have it like completely set up well on Instagram yet. So there's still like some audio quality problems. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But like I would find people that are like, okay with having this like experience. And I'd be like telling the audience, like before I go on to it, like this is going to probably break up a whole bunch and, We don't know if it's going to work, but we're testing it out and here we are. And you just kind of like make it a very casual, like you can watch this if you want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because that's like one of the things about doing these type of interviews. It's It's like we can have a good connection on our side. But if the other person doesn't, you know,
2: yeah, we can't it, and, and
0: sometimes they'll freeze up, and it'll cause our side to freeze up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, both and then it it's like, like- and then it's like, I see uh, us frozen and them frozen, but I can still hear them. And like, well, as long yeah. as I can hear them, we'll keep it going. <laughs> we'll <keep her> <laughs> yeah. sure. You
2: know,
0: and this year, you know, speaking of the whole this year, there are so many things that people have learned with technology and music. Do you think that a lot, you know, I think one of the smartest things that artists can do next year, if we get to semi-normal next year is, as you know, there, there are a lot of people doing these online concerts where you pay five bucks or whatever, you know, how smart it would be now to keep that going. You, you do your concert like you normally would, but you now have the audience to, to participate kind of also from yeah. around the world.
2: Yeah. So,
1: I, yeah, I think that is actually going to be something that's going to stick around. After mm-hmm. this, I feel like there's going to be a lot of uh, like venues that are, you know, they have the ticket price, and then they have a smaller ticket price to join in on a live stream to watch yeah. it. Because yeah. a lot of a lot of these venues have already set up all of these like things to allow themselves to do that because people oh, wow. are performing at these places and. Mostly, most of the venues that are doing that are places that had a lot of people that were going to be performing there and then had to cancel. So they were like, all right, well, let's get you here anyways and set up all these cameras and studio equipment to record you mm-hmm. and stream live. So I think that's going to stick around in venues just because they already have all the equipment and yeah. they already have mm-hmm. people that know how to do it and know how to stream. So I think that will stick around. Um, but there is one worry at that of like streaming on mm-hmm. lives is that less people will come out to the performance because if they're seeing oh, right. these live streams as so much that they're like eh, I don't need to see them live live <laughs> So, but no, as you
0: know, it's not the board. same though. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, it, that's, that, that's, that's just like saying. you know, like with church, you know, a lot, a lot of people fear that people are going to say, you know what, I can just sit at home and watch a sermon now. Yeah. And but there's still people like us that we like to experience,
2: yeah, nothing beats the, invite, that in- nothing beats the community. Experience. And I think, yeah. that, and
0: especially right now with COVID, if I, I think if we do get the semi normal next year. People are gonna be so itching for that concert that yeah. that I think a lot of it will still happen.
1: Yes, for sure. Yeah, that's that's the hope, but I also am worried about, uh, <laughs> cause there's gonna be so many artists like trying to get back mm-hmm. like, in the venues that I feel like a lot of it is gonna be maybe like It's gonna it's gonna boom right in the beginning, but then I feel like it's gonna like almost collapse on itself a little bit. But we'll get there when we get there. We'll
2: see what happens.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's like some people were upset about this, but I seen Ticketmaster post the other day that when things do get back to concerts, they're going to require you to either prove that you've got the vaccine or prove that you've gotten a test to make sure you're negative
1: which is definitely gonna bring down like ticket sales in a lot of places just from Mm -hmm. people not wanting to do that or not wanting to prove something like that so there's definitely some concern with that moving forward in (laughs) touring industry
0: (laughs) now with all this, before this, you know, I'm sure you were really, really busy. Has this helped you get back grounded? Because a lot, a lot of artists we've talked about said that although they hated what happened this year, they feel like they've gotten their family back under control.
2: <laughs> um,
1: I mean, I, I'm i not going to complain about being able to spend lots of time with my girlfriend. That, <laughs> that's, that's fine. But, I mean, I, I, I would still say that I've, I've really missed, like, performing live for audiences Mm -hmm. because doing stuff in front of a camera is nowhere near the same. You're not feeding off of the audience. I I feel like I Mm. I can't, I cannot put the same emotion in songs that I do when I'm on stage. And it's almost, it feels a little selfish to me because I'm just like, (laughs) I want that. I want that feeling that I get when I'm on stage. But, um, (laughs) uh, but yeah, I, I would, I would say that it's definitely grounded me a little bit more and also helped me move a little bit to social media and have a steady kind of like income from that instead of like trying to Mm -hmm. make all my money from like touring and like stuff like that
0: and you know you're talking about that that's that's that you feel almost selfish that you what you want, but you know you're an artist. You know that, that's what that's what you signed up for yeah, years that's, ago. That's what I you got signed up for. to be on that <laughs> stage,
2: yes. and now all I of know, a sudden, with the fans.
0: now all of a sudden you're at home looking through a camera, and you're like, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so, so perfect time that, you know you can play your second song for us. Yes. Oh,
1: yeah, please uh, do. Okay. I'm going to play the title track off that new album. And this one is called flowers for you. And this song actually is kind of inspired a little bit of, as I was growing up, I would get annoyed with myself for being attracted to someone just by their looks. And it's kind of my frustration in that. And, Mm -hmm. And also my frustration with other people doing this kind of like same thing and me seeing that. So it was like, it's mostly just kind of a self-loathing yeah. song, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> none of my songs are really happy.
2: Here we are. <laughs> hold up, love, i have fallen for you. It's this lust that I've succumbed to. Trust my gut and I believe that in this world there's only you. You don't seem to understand my dilemma. My guts been lying to me since I stood up and spent all this time. But I ain't getting better. Don't be loving on a fool, Slow down, I need to fight We no inside my mind. Just why I go so far. World towers for you. Yeah. Long lip eye caught in tossing them. Yeah. Forget my mistakes, cause effective time that's not spent on me. I'll be changing your kindness to hate. So typical. Slow down, 95. by. With no doubt inside my mind. Just why I go so far to grow salads for you, dear. Yeah. Slow down, I need to find without no die out. inside my mind Just why I go so far to grow, flowers for you Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much.
0: Love man. it. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Now, as, as you know, a lot of people, they see the artists, but they don't see the PR people. They don't see the uh, managers, the producers, yeah. none of that. But We both know that it takes a team or a village to make all yeah. this run. <laughs> and sure. And they don't get enough love, in my opinion. So I always like to let the artists give them some love. So if you want to tell us a little bit about the team that helps you be who you are.
1: Well, first of all, I would have to thank my mom so much for this because she took up being my manager after The mm-hmm. Voice and has kind of like connected me to a lot of my team that I've been working with, especially since I've gone independent now. Um, I I've, I've, was working with Green Room Music Source, and they just uh, merged with a plumbing artist, which main person I'm working mm-hmm. with is uh, David. And yeah, he's wonderful. And I uh, have a publicist. Uh, patrice and <laughs> andrea is doing my um, uh, like spotify playlist stuff so it's it's great i i appreciate those so much and and we you know i'm always i'm always on little calls with them and, and thanking them for all that they do so it's it's wonderful
0: <laughs> now you they're probably you probably have a thousand stories here but tell us something that really stands out with your mom where she went above and beyond on something that had to do with your career. And you were like, wow, um, she really gets, this is my passion.
1: Um, I, I mean, I would just say simply for coming out to the voice with me and supporting mm-hmm. me throughout that time, because she was sacrificing so much and then mm-hmm. becoming like my manager throughout that yeah. as well. She had, I mean, she had no uh, like, knowledge of that stuff beforehand so she She had to learn it all she had to learn it all because she wanted to support me as a because that was my my calling so she wanted to support Mm -hmm. me as that and i i I would just say that that's that's what i'd be most thankful for
0: (laughs) i love that and you know we kind of got a third co-host ourselves although eight-year-old we always like to come ask one question so
1: sandy's gonna get him him. all right
0: (laughs) and and um we got a 20 month old daughter. And when she gets older, we plug in her in the show too. <laughs> Cause, Cause we are a family affair show. Nice. And, and I, I can't, can't ima- imagine it any other way. It's funny. My wife and I, we've been married 18 years and some people think we're crazy on this, but we've been a 24 seven couple the whole 18 years. <laughs> uh, so all we know is each other. And it's like, uh, yeah. if you see me, you see her you see, and vice versa. And we're out and about. <laughs> and, Nobody understands us except music people, because there are so <laughs> many people that we've interviewed to where their spouse is part of their team. So they yeah. are also that 24 yeah, fam- seven so, hey, family dude. members
1: are working together. Yeah.
0: I'm like, we found our people here.
1: <laughs> yeah. That, that being said, there's also a lot of struggles that happen with that, especially like as I was growing up, um, mm-hmm. like with, with my mom, because I had, mm. oh, wait, do we have the question?
2: Okay. Uh, Hi, Starwears.
1: Hi, how's it going?
2: <laughs> what's your favorite food?
1: What's my favorite food? Um, I would say burgers from my farm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. and what's yours,
1: Lucas? Pizza. Oh, that's a good one. That's probably a second best for me.
0: <laughs> if we fed it to him all day long. He'd eat it all day long.
2: He would.
1: <laughs> it's quite good.
2: <laughs> Bye. Thanks.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <Okay>. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as I was, I was talking about the kind of like struggles that also like working with family members as, as mm-hmm. I was growing up as like my mom took on a lot of the stuff, it definitely affected, uh, kind of like the mother and son relationship that we had because we were around each other so much and also then she became my manager and was kind of the person bringing me some news that I didn't want to hear so she also became slightly as a a, the bearer of bad news for me so Uh it it became a struggle and that I actually I wrote a song about that that is like talking about how going through that like it it, it definitely affected our, our relationship as oh, mother wow. and son, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's it's a huge struggle. And I've, I don't think it's even yet gotten back to the way it was. And that was something that was very hard for me and hard for her because mm-hmm. it's, wow. it's it's it it's just like it's overwhelming. You can't get all of the work stuff and all of the motherly stuff as well because it's just like uh, I don't know what to do. And
0: so, what advice yeah. would you give? parents who have kids who are going up in the music business would you advise against them being the momager i mean
1: um i i don't i don't advise against it but i would definitely communicate with them what they want and what they feel is like able to be handled by them um because okay. like i i couldn't have handled the stuff that i was doing at that time if my mom didn't step up to work with me because I wouldn't have been able to work with another manager because I could barely use my phone at that time. And like looking at emails and (laughs) social media was just like, nope, I was not into that when I was younger. So, so like my mom took on a lot of that and taught me some of that stuff. So I would say that just keep an eye on what the kid is wanting and what is comfortable for them and try to, Distance a little bit of the manager side and the mom side, okay. <laughs> or dad side. <laughs>
0: yeah, because yeah, I th- I think too sometimes the mom or dad can want it more for the child than a child, and sometimes that becomes a problem.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that's definitely a thing that is like you know the the parent is kind of like you know we got to get you this and we got to get you this, and the kid's just like well. I'm happy I just want to have Matt fun right now. Yeah. And I, I don't. I don't want to do all that stuff because it's not fun for me. Like that. That's been a, like a big struggle for me. Like I try to do only things that I enjoy to do and that I care about. So it's like I'm not. I'm not just gonna like go on like any any like show and just be like, hey, here I am, a plane and like working like 24 seven because like I want to have my own life and I want to have my yeah. own like activities mm-hmm. that I like to do during the day. So. It's, it's a mess when it comes to <laughs> like bringing, <them>, like, <laughs> bring them, like it. but it's it's also like one of the only ways I feel that a, a young musician can get into the industry is having their parents help them through it because it's it's too yeah. much for someone. Yeah. And then if if they're not helping them, I'd be worried about a manager taking advantage of them.
0: True. And, and you yeah, know, we true. really love your honesty here because, again... Yeah. Sometimes people can kind of sugarcoat this whole industry. and I one thing, <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, we don't want that on our show. We no. want the truth. We want the rawness. We want the stories. We want the, yes. the great stories and the sad stories. Because, again, yeah. you know, I want fans, when they hear the show, to realize before they step into this crazy arena, they need to really think think about this? Is it really their calling? And to be honest with you, I think a lot of um, artists this year are questioning the calling because of COVID. Because I think this year is going to finally break it down to where do you really want it? I think this year is going to do that. For sure. And I
1: I think it's not also even just, do you really want it? It's that it's a lot of musicians that are playing at like bars and stuff like that mm-hmm. and places that's their income at this time. They're going to show to show. And since they can't do that, it's not that they don't want it. It's that they, they can't,
2: can't they, do it. They, they, they
1: can't do it. So are they going to give it up for just a year or are they going to give it up and start getting into a different job and working on that entirely? So it's, true it's it's very difficult for a lot of independent artists and also the venues right now because of that um yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) so if you could co-write with any person dead or alive who would it be and what would you want to write about
1: um hmm. (laughs) i i always uh, people like when they ask me like uh, who you would you want to perform with or who you want to like write with and for me like i'm just like well i don't I don't know these people. I don't know how I'm going to interact with them. And I, <laughs> right. I, I know they're writing, but I don't know them as a person. I might yeah. not like their yeah. writing style, how they get to that point. Mm-hmm. But, um,
2: that makes sense.
1: So I try to like think of like people that I've already written with that I really <laughs> enjoy writing with. But um, for this, I would say I would want to try writing with Bob Dylan.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, very and,
1: that's yes, because that be obviously great. he's an he's an incredible artist, but I also, what I would want to write about would be more uh, activism stuff and so about mm-hmm. social injustices and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. more,
2: yeah. uh,
1: not quite like political with it, but yeah. slightly mm-hmm. political but, and, and stuff like that. And I know he's more in tune with that and that would be something that I would want to work with someone with to write something.
0: That is cool. Um, so the, Nope. This past February, made the five year yeah. anniversary she asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five
2: years. Yeah.
0: And I always like to tell this story before I ask the artist that same question, because <laughs> the a- answers she gave us five years ago is almost to the T of what Kelsey's living right now. I mean, she had this vision. She knew where she was going and she was determined to get there. So knowing that, where would you like to be
1: in five years? Where would I like to be in five years? Well, Um, (laughs) there's not like, I guess I I would be, I'd be 26 by then. Um, well, I would expect that I'm no longer just living in this apartment Mm -hmm. and I would hope that I would have a tiny house with my girlfriend and have a little small plot of land, whether it's either just back at the farm and I'm like working on this tiny house
2: Mm -hmm. and Mm
1: -hmm. kind of creating something, but I'm also where I would like to be is also entwined with where she wants to be. So yeah. um, mm-hmm. that makes sense. I don't, it does. All, all I would like to be is, you know, with her and in mm-hmm. some way, wherever she's working. And yeah,
0: <laughs> we, we get it. You know, we, we do the show it's together. Right here. We, you know, <laughs> we definitely get that. I can't imagine life without her. And yeah, she's sure. been my rock when I've been weak and all that. <laughs> Um, so let's look at five, 10, 20 years down the road now. Let's say that you, do, <laughs> let's say you do become a success on a grand scale, whatever yeah. that looks like, whatever it looks like. Yeah. Um, if the person you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you remind him?
1: Hmm. I would remind him that money doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that you know it's more about your family members and just being being with them and enjoying the music
0: (laughs) Uh, I definitely love love that that. it's very
1: very simple very simple
0: (laughs) so you you yeah you want to be able to play music for a living and and still live the simple life it sounds like
1: for sure and I've I've always like I'm I'm happy where I'm at as an artist right now. I'm not it, like oh I need to get bigger. I'm able to pay my yeah. bills as yeah. a musician. That is <laughs> that, that's all I've asked for really, and I'm able right. to enjoy like buying like a dinner out every every now and then. So it's like it's nice. And but one of the things like you know I could be just as happy back back home with my family and, mm. and creating an environment with them instead of yeah. being out here and doing this stuff. So it's like, no matter what, which is, one of the points where I've gotten to like money doesn't matter because I don't, I I love a community and I, I love mm-hmm. my family and I, I love being around them. And it's, you don't need much to be able to keep a whole family together and working, yeah. especially yeah. on a farm. So, and, and that would bring me enough happiness that i be fine in this world, so <laughs> I can't oh, can't complain. I I love Great that.
0: Because, you know, we
2: love that.
1: You,
0: we you, you never know what answer you're going to get on mm-hmm. that, and you know, some answers you're you're like, mm, I don't know about that. And answer answers you're like, oh, that I like. Because again, I think sometimes people get so caught up in the money side
2: oh, yeah. that they lose yeah. focus
0: of who they are. Because I, I remember when we first launched this show. I reached out to a Nashville friend of mine and asked, you know, how what can we do? What advice would he give us? And I'll, I'll never forget what he said. He said, um, whatever you do, be and stay authentic. He said, because because you could tell every Bobby Bones joke, you could tell every Ty Bentley joke because he knew we liked those those two people. We yeah. kind of aspire to be like them. He says, you might even be good at it and create an audience. He said, but the day is going to come. When authentic Chris comes out, the day's going to come and authentic Sandy comes out that day. Yeah. He says, you can't hide it. And when that day comes, your whole audience will crash because they were never attracted to authentic Chris. But if yeah. you stay authentic from the beginning, you may grow slower, but you're, yeah. but you're a grain the right audience.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I also would say, and, and more of that sense of like saying authentic, like when I was younger, like that that was my like main goal is like I want I want to stay original and, and do all this stuff and I want to be efficient as I'm going through this career and af- after the voice I, I was signed to Republic Records and I, I was getting frustrated because a lot of what they wanted me to do was kind of like infringing on my creative freedom and uh, what okay. I wanted to release and how to be efficient mm-hmm. also they were just like, pouring like money into things that I I didn't need and didn't even really want. So it was just like, (laughs) all right, so this seems like a waste of money. And I was, I was getting like, so like frustrated as about that. And as I was like getting older, I was like, all right, I need to chill about that stuff. And, you know, money doesn't matter. It's, 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 I like moving forward. Like I'll, I'll, it's okay spending money on this as, as long as it's, you know, I'm enjoying it. And yeah. I'm able to make it mm-hmm. back or something like that. And then it like dawned on me, but like if money doesn't matter, then it never did. So I don't need to be upset about this stuff either.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: but yeah, it's, it's a stressful journey, but it's, you just kind of, kind of stay grounded and, and figure out what is, what is mm-hmm. the thing that you're doing it for? Like for me, yeah. like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's because there's people that want to hear my music that's the main reason why i I play but also that i enjoy it so much i enjoy writing i enjoy creating these stories and i enjoy performing and the fact that people want to listen that Mm -hmm. it just makes me want it makes me want to bring that to them
0: i love that and and anybody that's watching live or replay Be sure to share, 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 because I think that (laughs) I think we're having a great candid conversation here. (laughs) And I think it's so important. A lot of what we're talking about, um, because I think sometimes people get wrapped up, like I said at the beginning, the glory of a Blake Shelton, the glory of Pharrell. And what we're talking about is the rawness of the journey, because people forget that, you know, you, you can sit there and go on this crazy journey and be miserable on the journey, (laughs) then if you do get to that designation, it's not going to mean anything. It's it's where you have to enjoy the day to day, the small things, the small wins, the small loses, the big loses. You know, you got to enjoy that journey or it's not going to be sweet when you do make it to wherever you
1: make it. One of the uh, things I I was recently at uh, a, a uh, rock and roll hall, hall of Fame thing as an influencer because they mm-hmm. invited me out to kind of like share stuff and and post about things and uh, Moody Blues was being um uh, awarded that at uh, the time when I was there and
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'll I'll never forget the thing that he said was that if I knew it was all going to be wonderful I wouldn't have worried <laughs> <laughs> and that was just like so like oh yeah like you're supposed to enjoy the moment and. Not to like worry about where you're going. As long as you're going day by day, like it's going Mm -hmm. to, you're going to end up in a place that you like.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Because,
0: you know, when we first started this show, you know, we had no idea where it was going to go. We, you know, we we no love talking to artists like mm-hmm. you,
2: and we love music, and we love
0: music. <laughs> and it was just one of those things that just made sense. You know, we launched yes. a site called New Country Buzz a few years ago, and it just this was kind of the next step. And it was actually going to be just for like rising country artists. It was, that was yeah, but then yeah. it started expanding through the year. And now, now, it's more it, now. <laughs> yeah, now it's more of an entertainment um, yeah, show yeah. because we, we actually interviewed, um, got the interview the other day, um, the legendary actor, um, Ed Asner. So, you know, uh-huh. you know and, and he's been, <laughs> you know, he's 90 years old, yeah. been yeah. through all this life and he, and now it was a video, we did audio, but he's as strong as ever. I mean, he that, you know. When, when we went through the conversation, he talked and, mm-hmm. and, and again, we enjoyed this and I can't imagine not ever doing this. I mean, yeah, we want the show to make yeah. money. Eventually we want to be able yeah, to live on sure. it, but, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and we're trying to get there, but in the meantime, we're going to enjoy this journey because yeah. we don't know the technology could change tomorrow. And, it, and this journey's yeah. over.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. for
0: sure. <laughs> so perfect time for your third song that you yeah. have. Yeah.
1: Uh, this one, I'm actually going to play an older one this time. And okay. this is, this is a song off of the album that I released with Republic Records. And it's an original song that I wrote when I was 14 years old. And it was during a time that, um, as a 14 year old was thinking, mm-hmm. ah, I'll probably <laughs> just be alone forever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so, but it's also a lot of people that heard the song thought it was a very like depressing song and for me it was actually very uh hopeful and and heartwarming because it was the freedom to be sad and it wasn't just like okay like I have to be happy all the time I if I have this I have to be in a good mood it's it's like happiness doesn't come from that and you should be able to you know feel what you're feeling and go Mm -hmm. through life and you know have have the freedom anyway it's it's called a good storm
2: So you ask me why I'm so blue, when you got open fields blue, blue skies up above And your white clouds never, never turn in gray. Oh, you got everything you. Why must I be happy Cause I don't need the sun to rise in yeah. the more. I like my skies to stay dark and cloudy. You know I like a good storm when it comes. Just let it go. take me in it's arms. You said you were cynical, man, just like you've always been. You said I'll die alone. I would be out to your garden and words still bleak And my friends, keep on telling me to move on Why can't I let this consume me if it's all I want. Cause I don't need to be loved All love stuff. So. It's an empty space in my heart I might never fill, but what do I care if I die Just let the cold take me in it's arms. I don't need the sun to rise.
0: Wow. Yeah, man that's powerful song. that is Thank a you. powerful song <clears throat> so we've got two more questions and we'll let like you get out yes. of here. so let's say that you this goes along the advice one if, let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing and they've got something special um you know some people believe they can sing but they can sing as people would say <laughs> in the country world you know and um and, but um They've played maybe 40 or 50 shows that are still getting their feet wet on the performance side. But they've gotten on stage and they got what every artist says, that stage bug where they look over the crowd and the crowd's roaring for them. and They just know they're in the right place and they come to you and they say, Sawyer, I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to help guide them the next couple of years?
1: Hmm. My advice for them, I mean, would be more of, I guess, industry advice. I mean, mm. I, I would I would kind of see where they're at also in, in the industry and what they're working with and what kind of shows they're performing at and making sure that, you know, they want to do all of the stuff or what <laughs> kind of scope they want and what they want to do. Like, whether they want to mainly be performers, then you work on... The, getting performer gigs but if you want to be a writer and working with other artists if you want to be writing your own music for yourself or if you want to be writing for other people there's many different forms of being a musician and being an artist that you know doesn't have to be you know i'm up on that stage so i would say more just like my advice for someone that's working on, on stage is getting in contact with booking agencies and creating uh, an amazing stage performance. Because really, that's what's important is, I mean, for a performer, it's, it's, it's being something that when people go to see, they are like, wow, that was incredible. And it's like an enta- entertainment that is just like, I, I want to see this like mm-hmm. more and I want other people to see it so I want to spread the word for other people to see this performance um, in in that sense in, in more of the writing sense I would say get in contact with uh, I guess <laughs> people that have more connections especially as if you were talking about Nashville that's a, a huge writing community getting out there yeah. and working yeah. with yeah. artists mm-hmm. out there um, but there's there's lots of lots of different ways to do that.
0: Okay. And you can finish it off.
2: All right. I get to ask the last question. <clears throat> okay. What do you want your legacy to be with your music? What do you want to be known for as an artist? Um,
1: <laughs> I would say I, I would want my legacy to be a genuine storyteller.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs>
0: you know like they say the co- uh, definition of a country song is three chords and the truth oh
2: yeah <laughs> <That's perfect. laughs>
0: and i guess that's why with a lot of different things is it's, it's, it's yeah. about the truth and the story it is yeah. because without so the story important. i don't think you have real music i mean just my opinion oh yeah.
1: i I I,
2: but I, helps you connect.
1: <laughs> I I i care so much about like the writing and stuff and also just the stories that it tell and i also like I admire so much that even like you know the three chords I've seen people do it in one like I have, I have <laughs> songs, I have songs that are, are literally just two chords and it tells a story and I, I admire other like artists that like do that that like bring you in mm-hmm. without without all of this stuff going on around it it's it's surely the story like uh like Bob Dylan does it a lot and uh Johnny Cash has done it and it's just like it's so like powerful one, one of my, my favorite artists thats I've, I've been listening to recently, oh, one of my favorite artists is Braylon Montaigne, but this other one that <laughs> I've been listening to that is a very, like, he tells stories, and it's one of the few artists that, like, makes me cry when I listen to it. And that's, that's something that, like, if I hear someone that can make me get emotional when I am listening yeah. to the music, mm-hmm. I'm like, that is amazing. And this guy's name is uh, Jeffrey Martin, which I highly recommend uh, checking wow. out his music. He's incredible. And yeah, just like tells a story and it's just like feels so real. And there's so many things that like anybody can connect to. That's just like mm-hmm. so wow. powerful and meaningful and like genuine. And it's just so honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today. Yes, we did. And we definitely look forward to having you back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me. And I'm I'm always available. Well, not always available, but. um, (laughs) (laughs) And and,
0: and tell everybody how they can reach out to you too. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, you can check out all my music on SawyerFredericks.com. On my social media, on Instagram is SawyerFRDRX and Twitter. Um, Check out my Patreon page. That's been a big thing that has been supporting uh, independent artists and also me since I'm an independent artist during this time. We're creating fun things to give back to the audience um yeah basically all that
0: (laughs) i love that and like i said you know we really enjoyed having you yes we definitely look forward to having you back
1: (laughs) thank you very much